Welcome to our Holden Village podcast. For over 50 years now, Holden Village has traveled a rich history of faith that has transformed a copper mining town into a vibrant place of education, programming, and worship. Holden has sought to welcome all who seek contemplation and community in the remote wilderness of the beautiful Cascade Mountains. We continue to invite people of all ages to come alongside our rhythms, which inspire and equip travelers for a sustainable life of faith outside the village. And we continue to listen and reflect on our story and history and seek to discover our place in God's creative mission in our world. Our podcasts are a way of sharing our conversations with our teaching faculty around reformation, the reforming of our relationships with the earth, with each other, and with the divine. Let's tune in and join the conversation. I'm Will Childs, and I'm a singer-composer out of the Ozarks of Missouri, and uh, I also take care of a tree farm down there, and it gives me a lot of time and opportunity to think about the creative process. So I'm here at Holden Village um, uh, presenting, talking about creativity, being part of a conversation here in the community, and also bringing up some music that I've been working on to get feedback from the, from the village. I've, I've found over the years that uh, Holden is a fantastic place to bring up ideas and try them out. People are really great about giving good feedback. So it's a, it's a laboratory for me. Some of the questions that I'm uh, exploring here at Holden is uh, what, really basic, but what is faith? What is creativity? What does it mean to be made in the image of God? I'm, I think that faith and creativity are really closely uh, linked in the faith in, the, in, a, in a non-religious sense or faith in a religious sense. I both think they both apply and are uh, partners in creativity. Um, some of the things... I've been talking about and uh, sharing is some of the tools that I've gained in my journey, creative journey. Uh, some of those are uh, get to the end of the story. If you start writing, for example, just get to the end. It doesn't have to be any good. Just get to the end. It can suck. There's a, a Pixar. There's one of the directors at Pixar has this really great quote of all our films start out sucking. It's our job to take them from suck to not suck. And so if you have something to work with, something to go back and refine and make better, then that I found that's really helpful. Another tool that's been really helpful for me is uh, to take a design approach to creativity. So um, with, uh, say, say, music, I'm not going to try and plunge in and, and produce and get the whole song perfectly correct. What I'm going to do is make a lot of little sketches and then a few less, more detailed sketches, and I'm leading towards one finished product. Um, so I find it's really important to prototype <clears throat> and experiment. Like if you had a garden, if you wanted to have this big elaborate garden, maybe the first year you try uh, buying seedlings and having a few things and learning about the process. And then the next year you have a bigger garden, you grow from seed, and da-da-da. And so a lot of folks ask like, well, how do you know when you're done? Because with this uh, continual improvement kind of model of artistic uh, creation, and a couple of things. One, it's it's really important to get your work out into the world. Uh, for me, if it's incomplete, put it out there, see how it does, and then I'll have something to go back and improve, Like uh, kind of like a software development model where you put the 
app out there, it's got a few bugs, and you learn about the bugs sometimes in the hands of the users. Um, but one way that I know that the project is coming to a close is when the questions get smaller. Uh, I think uh, George Lucas has this great quote about films where he says, you never finish a film, you just abandon it. And uh, although there, you can have some feeling that a project is getting done, uh, especially when the questions start getting smaller. Uh, I think about when I have a background in cooking, I was a professional cook for several years, including up here at Holden. And I realized one day I was tasting some soup, and I was trying to figure out, what does this need? It needs something. And I just kept tasting it, and I realized, oh, actually, I really like it. It doesn't need anything. It's the mystery that I'm yearning for. And that's been helpful with uh, artistic projects, too, where it needs something else, but I'm not sure, but I keep listening to it. And I keep listening to it, and then I realize, ah, it's the mystery of the song that I really need, and and that's something to hold on to and leave what it is. Another another tool that I've found helpful, although sometimes in retrospect, is to use obstacles as opportunities for creativity, uh, because we're all going to run into things that are blocking our way. That's just life. Uh, the difference is uh, if you can use take advantage of those challenges, uh, that's going to color and co-create with you. And that's life. I mean, that's what, that's what we're doing. So uh, one example with me is like I, I, I had working on this music, and I don't know that much about recording. And I thought, well, I can't quite afford to like go out and do a professional recording, so I'll go and learn how to do it on YouTube and other resources. and But I don't have the equipment. And my housemate was like, well, why don't you just make the mics, microphones that you need? And so uh, I went and bought a kit. And the kit wasn't quite right, so I re rebuilt it. And at the end of the uh, time, I had four microphones that were just what I was looking for. And they didn't exist out in the world. And the problem of not having the equipment uh, not only solved some of my challenges, but created a new depth to this larger artistic work. And so I'm actually really grateful for those challenges. Although sometimes at the time it's <laughs> hard, to, hard to grapple with them. And, and so there's a lot of, like, I think about a lot of tools, there's a lot of ways of, of making stuff, but a, a really, really important thing is to just stay in the game. Like, whether you're disciplined or not disciplined, whether, uh, like, I have to create structures because structures to fill with interesting things because I might not get up and just start making stuff, but I have to create the expectation, sometimes the cultural expectation that I'm going to make stuff. And you just got to stay in the game. Um, you not, might not win the day. You might not win the year. You might be thinking of something you want to make today that you don't make for 10, 20, 30 years, but if you just just stay in the game, stay in the game. When you have an idea, write it down, put it in a voice memo, give it a good label so you know uh, how to find it, but stay in the game. Don't give up. Don't give up. <laughs> That's not, I mean, just keep doing it. It might, it might take years, but stay at it. Yeah, that's where, and that's where faith comes into it, too, of 
sometimes you lose sight of what you're working on. Sometimes you don't even know what you're working on. But taking a step, even if it's a small step, sometimes you can't even take the step. Sometimes you just wake up. And that's enough just to get up. Because part of it, too, is that everybody struggles. Everybody struggles. Everybody struggles. I mean, that's there's no getting around it. Is that every single thing that you've ever seen in your life that you admire, whoever made that, whoever led that team that made it, they struggled. They doubted that they could finish it. It took probably, usually takes longer than they think it's going to take. And they had moments, days, maybe years, where they weren't sure if this thing was going to come through. So you can find me and learn more about what I'm doing at willchiles.com, and that's uh, W-I-L-L-C-H-I-L-E, as in everyone, S.com. were served as usual and a goodly crowd was there on my left stood Joe McKinney his eyes bloodshot and red he gazed at the crowd around him and the other words he Just bury me in a wedding 
in that suit and your hat. Put a gold piece on my watch chain. Lord knows I'm standing Now you heard my story. I'll take another shot of booze. If anybody happens to ask you, I've got those gamblers blue. I've got those gamblers blue. Thanks for joining us for another Holden Village podcast. Be sure to view the links in the description for more information or visit our website to find out more about the village. We hope you will make a pilgrimage to Holden. Blessings and peace to you.